0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth in Stereo. In Stereo. For the first time ever. Our grand end of 2011, beginning of 2012 episode, a.k.a. the New Year's episode. A uh, lot to talk about today. Yeah. A lot to review.
1: But yeah, first and foremost, uh, you might be noticing that our broadcast is now in stereo. I, I got a, uh, a new set of stereo microphones for Christmas? For Christmas, so I thought it'd be fun to try it out with these. Very nice, very so. nice. So if you're completely,
0: you listeners are completely disoriented by our voices <laughs> appearing in different ears, such as fall. Yeah, well, or, <laughs> you know, maybe
1: maybe I'll, uh, this one will be very, very stereo, and then uh, if you guys... Find it a problem or distracting, we can mix it down and keep it a little less stereo. I can mix it down to a mono mix for you. I could have, like, five different mixes. I could have, like, a stereo mix. I could have, like, a surround mix. I'll add some, like, phantom surrounds. So the way the
0: way this is working is uh, now we, instead of one microphone, there are two microphones on the desk. Yes. And uh, and Sachin showed me these little clips that they come with. And I guess they're designed, uh, you can clip them to, you know, just about anything, be it your glasses or your shirt lapel or if you have a shirt lapel um, or whatever. I've got two. And you can record, you know, sounds from both sides of you. Uh, and uh, and what it got me thinking about was like, this is sort of the bootlegger uh, microphone.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And, and then uh, I was wondering, well, what has happened to the bootleg industry? Like the music bootleg industry, um, because it used to be back in like the I guess up till the mid '90s, or maybe even late '90s, there was this whole thing about like passing around bootleg tapes. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like oh, I got this tape of this, you know, Fish concert, <laughs> and, uh, and oh, '89 in uh, Vermont. Yeah, oh, like, awesome. now it's
1: almost too easy, right? Now yeah, it's, yeah. like, you just go and, like, I mean, everybody has an iPhone or something, you know, and you just, like, go and, like, turn it on, put it in your, like, you know, your front pocket, your chest pocket or whatever it is, and, like, put the microphone up. And, you know, it's not going to be a brilliant recording, right. but it'll be, like, you know, decent.
0: Do they even, like, do they even patch you down at concerts anymore for that sort of thing? Because they used to look for microphones no, no. I mean, and recording they, stuff. No, they,
1: they have no hope, right? I mean, yeah. like, they, they have no hope. And especially if you do, like, a... Um, like your phone or something like that, then they have no hope. Because everybody has an iPhone or everybody has, like, a, not everybody, of course, but I mean, like, so many people have these iPhones and, like, Android phones or whatever phones, and they can take pictures, they can take videos, yeah. they, can, they can record audio. And I mean, even if you had some sort of device that wasn't that, but it was a little more, like, you know, fancy, like, it's almost indistingu- indistinguishable. And they're so small, right? You could almost, you could stick it in any pocket or any, like, you know, little area of your clothes. You could, like, St- strap it to your leg and nobody would really know Yeah, you know yeah. and you could easily just pull it out like. I,
0: I actually went to a show in, uh, in San Diego when I was in college uh, and it was The Offspring of a <laughs> punk band you know and I guess they're sort of punk band uh, alternative they yell rock band. they yell there's a lot of yelling yeah um, but uh, I went with my friend and he smuggled in a mini disc player and he did a bootleg of the concert. I did that. And, uh, I, I mean, it turned out really good. Yeah. But it was like he stuffed it in his socks right? before uh, the yeah, show. Ended. Yeah, right. Now, a- I mean, but if if you could download an app that's a good sound recorder. Yeah. I you, know, think- you know what I guess the problem really is with those phones? It's probably the microphone, not the... Like, can you plug in another microphone?
1: Yeah, I think you can. Because, you know, you could talk, like, uh, hands-free. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only issue is, I thought about this, I think, like, a lot of the phones don't have stereo mic inputs. Uh, You know, usually it'll be, I mean, it'll be mono. So maybe these aren't the bootleggers microphones that we're using? Well, you could go and buy a device. I looked it up. You could buy a device that's not an iPhone, but it's, or, you know, whatever, a smartphone. But, I mean, you could buy a device that's about the same size, you Mm -hmm. know, and it it does stereo recording. And then you just plug these microphones in, and you can do that. Okay. Maybe that'll be next level. Maybe that'll be my next <laughs> thing. I'll, <just> go <laughs> and boot, I'll start bootlegging and like putting out available. Yeah, but work. I mean, if everybody is doing it, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you got 18 <laughs> copies of the same of the same show. Yeah, and I mean, I guess what you could do is you could actually compile all those different copies of it oh, and make yeah. like a surrounds. You could be like, where do I want to stand to That's watch this? True. You know, you yeah. could like interpolate between different people's like uh, viewpoint. Or hear point, I guess you could call it. That's that's a lot of work. No, it's just, I mean, everything, everything's a lot of work. It's just something to do, I guess. <laughs> so if you're
0: bored, people, hook up with all the other people who are bootlegging the same concert as you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, mix that down. That would be interesting.
1: So yeah, Stereo Podcast, 44.1. If you guys feel like the fidelity is a little too high, we can bump it down. Yeah. Or could, bump it up. We, we could
0: go up. If we want to add video, we'd have to put it at forty-eight. Is
1: that right? Why? Why is that?
0: That's just the standard. That's like that's like all movies uh, operate at forty-eight kilohertz. Is that right? Yeah, forty-eight k. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, cool. Cool. Moving right along. but well, that's that's the, uh, the. What's the word for like the. Sort of like information about the publication, like colophon.
0: Is that what they do? Like the the back of a information about a publication.
1: Like they talk about like who published it and who wrote it and you know how they make it. You know, they talk about oh we use Adobe this and that to lay it out. Oh, you know what I mean? You're way beyond me there. Alright. I all know right. nothing all about right. that. All right, forget it. Well that's the information about the podcast, some meta information about the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some metadata. You can
0: uh, our next version of the podcast you can edit. Yeah, and, uh, and then you can just cut that. Out I'm just gonna out. put
1: it up raw, like put it in a like raw wave format, and then just like go ahead if you want to downsample it and encode it and compress it. So it's almost the end of the year, huh?
0: Yeah. yeah, So I
1: think it would be it
0: would be prudent to look back at 2011 and uh, review it.
1: <laughs> on a scale, scale of 1 to 10 Yeah, you know, like compare it to the uh, good years To the good years, <laughs> the good yeah. years. <laughs> Vintage yeah. So prior to starting the podcast, we did like uh, just pop up a couple pages on the internet <clears throat> Excuse me, to just sort of remind ourselves of what happened But before we even do that, just your impressions of, your initial impressions before we get into before it Before we go into details Your, your rating of 2011 I would
0: twenty eleven was up there. Whoa. It was it, for me, twenty eleven was like a good year. There was a lot of bad things that happened in the world. I remember we talked about the same thing when we re, when we did like the the twenty O's in review. We yeah. reviewed the entire decade. Uh this was I guess two years ago. Um but uh, but I would say that it was it was a pretty it was a pretty good year um in terms of interesting things like personal development yeah doing doing cool stuff and it went really fast for me yeah there were i can't believe it's almost 2012 right like that that's sort of crazy um uh but overall good lots of interesting news items that we could talk about that probably made it not a good year for a lot of people right so you know i don't want to like say like, stop bragging. <laughs> God, you're so
1: full of yourself. Your 2012, your 2011 was so uh, great. Gosh, it was, it was a good year. Well, I mean,
0: to make you guys out there in uh podcast land feel better, uh, I'm unemployed again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, I'm not up on my high horse. I just think it was a good, a good year.
1: Okay. It was okay. fun. If you're in school or taking classes, is that a form of employment though? um i don't know it's almost the opposite because you're paying somebody yeah right but it's
0: it's i mean technically i'm bleeding money right and but you're occupied as it were well yeah i do stuff right 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 (laughs) i mean i feel like i guess is there is there a connotation when you say you're unemployed does it sort of mean like oh i just sit around and do nothing
1: or just like looking for something to do right you're looking for a job like you're not really being productive okay well i've i've managed to stay productive i think which is and it's not to slight people who are unemployed, I'm sure they are productive, it's just that I'm sure they wish they could be productive in a certain way, but I think you're... In a lucrative way. Yeah. I certainly wish I could be productive in a lucrative way. Well, lucrative meaning uh, whatever you find lucrative, I guess. You find education That's... or knowledge intake to be lucrative for yeah. you currently.
0: Yeah. I would also like to get lots of money. All right, so anyway, <laughs> a, a number, a number. Oh, a number for 2011? A rating. A rating. Out of 10 blue, you
1: know, whatever, <laughs> color, anything you want. I'm going to, on the, uh, 2011, maybe? What? <laughs> I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Oof. Uh,
0: I'm going to, I'm going to give 2011 a, a good, a good rating. It was like, it was above a nine.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Whoa.
0: Yeah. Really cool. Like, like a 9.3. It was yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for just telling me which which decimal it was, but
1: I agree with that. Well, you said That's above a three. 9, but, you know. Like, 9.3, oh. yeah. Wow, I would not go that high at all. None. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with what's happened this year for me personally, but it's uh, like, eh, whatever. Just could have year. been better. I don't know if it could have been better, but uh, I guess, I, I think it could always be better, right? Actually, I mean, it's, I kind I...
0: Of, it's kind of like uh,
1: odd for us to be rating a year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, podcast's over. Click. <laughs> <laughs> well how about okay what what about for you non-personally what do you think like as the world the, as the well, world the, experienced the year it was a big year for the world I think. for humanity as it were yeah I mean like you've got you've got the Arab
0: Spring revolutions happening well all flat, I mean that.
1: without without getting specifics but we just, just, we oh, could, just we'll, we'll it, review it the, we'll review the earth it.
0: The, you mean the humans yeah the humans this is my, me giving a review for the humans yeah of 2011 yeah Wow, that's a tough one, because everybody had you know like I'm guess I'm gonna try and average it out for yeah, everybody. of course everybody of course. it averages out to a seven point five.
1: Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, right, right, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, personally, I would give it a maybe a seven point five, and <laughs> <laughs> I think for the for the world, I would give it like a four. Four. Wow. Well, I'll give it a we eh, So, is is five the neutral?
0: And, and one bad yeah, yeah yeah, about? yeah, yeah. Okay. that's what I so saying. you're saying it's on the bad side of neutral
1: uh, there were some good things that happened, but I don't know, I just feel like there's a general decline mm-hmm. in like quality of life for everybody, you know, and I agree that like some positive steps were made, but also I think some backward steps were made as well, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with a I'll stick with the four
0: <laughs> all
1: right, all right, now to the specifics, so. As it pops up, we got the top ten news stories here, according to Yahoo. Number one, Casey Anthony. Don't care about that. Yeah, that was definitely not in the top (laughs) ten. Number two, Japan Earthquake.
0: That's a big one. That one affected lots and lots of people and might affect uh, nuclear policies. Yes. Energy policies. Right. For... Foreseeable future. Uh, number three, royal wedding. Don't care about that. No, not personally. really important.
1: Or four, death of Osama bin Laden. Interesting. Yeah, you know, that, that, well, you know,
0: I, I guess, I guess, if royal wedding like might barely make the scale because it was important to a lot of people. Um, I wish it wasn't. I guess. Yeah. yeah okay. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. But Osama bin Laden, like,
1: similarly important to a lot of people. Yeah, and I don't necessarily have a wish that it wasn't. I mean, I don't think it was. I don't think it was, like, talked about as much as the world mm-hmm. wedding, actually, which is something you know kind what? of funny, you know? Yeah,
0: and you know what the the difference, I guess, is Osama bin Laden made himself a, somebody who is talked about and whatever, and right. royalty just sort of fad that. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess, yeah, he's, he's in there.
1: We got the unemployment situation. That's just, a big story, I a, guess. It's kind of, it's a weird story, because it's not like, oh, here's the story. It's just, right. like, generally, unemployment is just sort of this bad situation. Yeah. Uh, Arizona shooting. I guess that's the uh, Gabriel Giffords. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's
0: a, a big. I mean, I guess you know what these these top news stories list here that they have is very uh, U.S. centric.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, well, I mean, it, speaking of which, the next one is the death of Amy Whitehouse. I guess she was English.
0: Yeah, but I mean, still, it's like she was a big pop star. In yeah.
1: Arab Spring. That's a
0: big one. I'd and, say
1: that one. That one's up there on the. Top it seems of the list. like that's the, like that should be more up towards like the. One two three four area. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we got Libya and the death of Muammar Gaddafi.
0: I, I would tie into Arab Spring, but yeah, it's a. And then yeah. uh,
1: Occupy Wall Street.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that I'd almost forgotten about those games. <laughs> <laughs> it came and went like last week. <laughs> I think they're still gonna. I mean, there's got to be some. What what I think happened with the Occupy Wall Street is like, well, one, the city's decided to push those people out of their camps and whatever but yeah. i think they made a loud enough noise that there will be some sort of like it's in the political dialogue now yeah the sorts of things they were talking would about you the say... problem was it never materialized into a single into a mission statement or into you know like right whatever and would,
1: so would you say like mission accomplished for those guys or
0: no Definitely not, because I think those guys, like the people who actually decided to go live, you know, in front of a bank or something like that, like they definitely wanted some sort of results. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe they just wanted to say, hey, we're here and you need to you here, know, pay attention us to us. So if, yeah. if that is the case, then yeah, mission accomplished. If the the case was we want to see actual like political and financial reforms happen, then no, definitely not.
1: I would almost call it a George Bush mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> they landed on the aircraft carrier they put a banner up and like you said I mean now people are more familiar with the 1% what that means mm-hmm. you know and like the atrocity atro- is, atro- is a strong word but sort of the, the bad things that have happened And I mean maybe some people it sounds like some people might have pulled their money out of these big banks and put them in credit unions and things like that which mm-hmm. I actually kind of I think it's kind of a good idea it's yeah. kind of like yeah screw those guys and like these these credit unions are more local you know they are kind of these community sourced yeah you know banking yeah. and it kind of it benefits the local community or whatever
0: and there might be more just sort of accountability on a on a human level there yeah like, well
1: they're not so big i mean it seems like the bigger you get the more you forget about your customers you, right. more you forget about the actual resident people who are using your bank as opposed to like commercial lending yeah you know and stuff like that. It's like jimmy stewart in a it's a wonderful life exactly I don't have your money here. It's in George's house. And Bill's house. And Frank's house.
0: <laughs> and then there was that Simpsons where they did that. And then Moe's like, hey, what do you got my money in your house for? And he starts a fight.
1: That was a good one. So, I, I mean, I think, like, on the whole, these are all sort of, like, maybe news is always negative, you know? Like, I mean, maybe the only positive thing on this list is the royal wedding. Yeah, we're just, like, we're barely
0: tipping the positive needle there. Um, they did wear nice clothes. Uh, they might have. Yeah. I saw thought. a picture. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you're right though. News generally is sort of the bad news because I mean, I don't know what, uh, you know, things get like when bills get passed and stuff like that, I guess that's good news. So
1: yeah.
0: Of, yeah. For some people, for some people it's bad news. Right.
1: right? Yeah. right. It's always controversial. right? Yeah. But yeah, I think like the biggest. Of these, If I was to reorder this list, it seems like, uh, yeah, the Arab Spring was a pretty big deal, uh, and the unemployment is obviously a problem, and then I guess the Japan earthquake. Yeah, You know, rather,
0: I would replace unemployment with sort of world economic situation.
1: Yeah, I guess that's sort like, of what I'm thinking of. So. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you've got several European countries. And that's and that, that, that kind of, going back to my rating, that's sort of why I'm making that, because it's like, uh-huh. yeah, I agree the Arab Spring was a good thing, because it kind of like, okay, Egypt got whatever turned over and i think a couple other countries mm-hmm. and that that's positive but in the end it's like it's still a little bit of turmoil over there actually we've seen that in the past few weeks it's not quite right proper yeah, yeah. but i mean you know it's it's definitely a big step forward yeah but this on the flip side it's like this economic stuff is still lingering you know i mean we got the unemployment pretty high in this country but then also yeah europe and i mean i guess like you know greece is having a big problem uh, what's the other countries having a big problem i think uh
0: uh, Italy's, out Italy's Spain. having Spain, all those Ireland. guys,
1: Ireland, all those austerity measures, yeah. and all, like, they're cutting back on all these social services. And people are having a really hard time, and it's, it's still a little uncertain, you know. And yeah. it, it's, uh, I don't know, it's causing a lot of strife for people just day to day. Yeah, I feel like you mm-hmm. know. So that's why I feel like this whole year, although there have been positive developments, there's all been a lot of stuff that just kind of like, and it sucks because it's all sort of stuff that's coming to head. You know, it's all the mistakes right. we've been making for the yeah. last. How many years? Yeah. It's kind of like finally, you know, we're paying. This we're is paying the day of it. reckoning, kind of, That's right? The Book of Revelation. The next year, I mean, twenty twelve might be the year of re- reckoning. And, yeah. You know, just in time for the Mayan calendar to end. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, we, that should be in our
0: predictions for twenty twelve. Right. Uh, segment which happens later in the podcast.
1: <laughs> Do you? How uh, many revisings of your? Uh, of your my my
0: 7.5 i'd give it a 7.5 again because i think for a lot of people even uh despite despite all this sort of like bad world stuff there's been a lot of
1: you know good things that have happened for people like what i mean yeah. You know, i mean i i know i'm a couple of things you're probably thinking of but just what are you thinking of like the Arab spring or something like that no like, that's
0: i mean that i would say that's a big good one that's a big right? good one yeah. yeah uh
1: i mean yeah i guess there have been a lot of bad
0: things that happened for people too the japanese tsunami and nuclear problems and that sort of thing is pretty huge but i mean you know we struggle on <laughs> keep moving <laughs> ever forward
1: you know? head up yeah <laughs> <laughs> At least keep your head above water. That's uh... not if you're in Japan. I, I don't oh. know. I,
0: I I think I mean it was, uh, yeah, definitely a, a year with some serious issues, but uh, hopefully a year
1: closer to a better world. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I feel like we're just the way everything is going economically. I think unfortunately, economics runs the world these a world these days it feels mm-hmm. like you know, and, uh, it just seems that everything is on very shaky ground. Yeah. Yeah. But from that shaky ground, you might have a,
0: a better system developed. Yeah. I'm reading a, an interesting book right now. I'm not finished with it, but it's called, uh, the Darwin economy. Okay. Have you heard about this theory? It's sort of that, um, the, the author is basically saying, well, actually, uh, you know, rather than looking at Adam Smith as kind of the, the, you know, best idea in economic theory, let's look at Charles Darwin. And what he cites is um, when unbridled competition or unregulated competition actually does not produce the best goods. Um, like the Adam Smith theory is that, well, you've got, if you have, you know, anybody competing, Uh, to sell you economic goods or or whatever, you will end up with the best deal um, overall, and it will be the best for everybody. And the the Darwin examples are, well, what about uh, basically when you get into situations like an arms race where you have unregulated competition, but the overall result is worse for everybody than if you didn't have the arms race? And it's a, an interesting book, and uh, I've I'm not uh, n- even a quarter of the way through it yet. But uh, but at least the idea has, has gotten me thinking, and it's it's sort of an interesting take on things.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I guess maybe you can explain it to me again, so, or explain it a little. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like,
0: so the the simple example is. Uh, using evolution as sort of or, or darwin 's theory of natural selection as a uh, uh, an example, um, peacocks uh, develop these bigger and brighter feather combinations you know on their backs to attract mates, and they are technically in unregulated competition with one another about just whoever gets more and more yeah. feathers on their backs will attract more mates. Yeah. But uh, if, um, but the more of, of those feathers they get, the more attractive they are to predators also. And so they're more preyed upon. And so if all the peacocks had like whatever feather plumes, 50% the size of what they are right now, it would be better for all the peacocks. And the sort of competition between the peacocks would still result at the same level. Like, whoever's got the best one would still have the best one, it's just 50% smaller. And so he would still get the the same mates and, and that sort of thing, but they would all uh, be safer from predators because they can't escape with their hmm, huge tail feathers or whatever. And so they, he compares that to sort of, well, you've got a nuclear arms race between superpowers, and you keep building bigger and bigger weapons, bigger and bigger weapons, and uh, until your end result is you have a potential for world annihilation either via a national actor or a terrorist or, or whatever. And that's worse for everybody Yeah. than if you didn't have that unregulated competition. And so then you, the, it's a bit more of a struggle to apply it to something like a sort of simple, you know, supply and demand in whatever in uh, your clothing retailer or something like that. But, but you can see that the idea is actually sort of undermines that, initial adam smith assumption yeah. of his model that unregulated competition
1: results in the best result yeah. but i guess like does anybody really think that the unre- like uh competition re- and results in the end result- the best result cuz i mean i think we've seen that like it ends up in a monopoly or something like that right which you know it's like well it actually but out-
0: there are laws there are laws breaking up monopolies and they cite the the need for competition as yeah. the reason to bring it It's up ironic market.
1: that, like, competition leads to no competition. No, no. So, I mean, I think therein lies sort of like this uh, paradox, right? And, yeah, I mean, you in the end, you do need some sort of regulation. And we all need to agree on this sort of, like, cap or limiting of something like that. And then you kind of like, you right. Like, instead of going bigger, 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 you kind of take a left turn or a right turn. You find some sort of other differentiating factor mm-hmm. that doesn't, like, you know, squash off all of us together somehow, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's almost as if, like, we all just agree that we would not manufacture outside the United States. Maybe the prices would be higher, but then they would find better ways to differentiate themselves, right? But it seems like probably the first hundred companies that went to China or Mexico or wherever were just looking for cheaper workers. Right. Yeah. Right, And it's like, well, now we all need to go somewhere else to find cheaper workers. Yeah. And now that we're all there and that all the manufacturing jobs are gone for the United States, we need to find something else to differentiate differentiate ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Whereas it could have been maybe... Again, I'm not economics. I haven't really studied this. But I'm just kind of trying to likening it to, to what you're saying. Just find something that we can agree on and like, okay, this is not necessarily optimal. Like yeah. it, it, what you would think is optimal from your gut reaction. But if we went optimal, then we would end up in this place. Right. That's no good. Right. In the, you know. Well,
0: and you know what it comes back to? I think the, the most reoccurring theme in the irregular search for truth is the tragedy of the commons. Right. And it comes back to that. It's like everybody going out for their own best interest right. results in the worst, or not necessarily the worst, but a bad situation for right. everybody
1: overall. Because right. one person ruins it and everybody else has got to stoop their level. Yeah. yeah. It's funny also, Like, have you ever played basketball and you play against uh, somebody who's just not good? <laughs> like if you play, like we used to play pickup games and like, you know, sometimes you would play with somebody who just wasn't very good or like a team that wasn't very coordinated. Mm-hmm. And it's like you'll play against, you'll have a team over here that's really, really good and this team over here is not very good at all. But that, the play just devolves mm-hmm. to, to the bad team's level. Right? Like maybe this one team, which is like really like, you know, let's we'll call them the Knicks. And the other team is, I'm trying to, I don't really follow basketball. A bad team would be the Trailblazers because I feel like they're no, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, the Knicks are really good at passing and like doing all sorts of like coordinated offense. And like they'll do like picks and they'll do like, you know, all sorts of things like that. But yeah, that. Whereas Trailblazers just like run for the ball. So, just like, they just, you know, like jungle ball or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> it just eventually just evolves to jungle ball because you can't maintain like a structured offense. You can't mm-hmm. maintain a structured defense and like passing and maneuvering and all that stuff when the other person's just running at you. It's got to be these rules of engagement, I guess, right? To get yeah. this next yeah. level of, of um, interaction. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, yeah. End of the year. So, yeah. I don't know. Christmas, your review? Positive. I'm for
0: Christmas. Are you? Yeah. How so for Christmas? Like, uh, I'm not a religious person. Okay. But I really like Christmas. It's a good holiday. Uh, brings people together. People tend to be, you know, friendlier. What's your take Christmas? on the the war on Christmas? War on Christmas, yeah. I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're for Christmas and yet you're for the war on Christmas well yeah
0: you gotta mean, I mean like this is, competition produces the best results right well so you're looking so, for
1: the best Christmas yeah. if Christmas didn't have an well, enemy
0: or, or if I mean it, you, you'll say whatever replaces
1: Christmas if the war on Christmas wins then that'll be better it's better yeah so, like, I mean, do you do you view, like, Kwanzaa and, like, uh, Hanukkah as competitors to Christmas? They're huge competitors to Christmas. I mean, these guys are basically the foot soldiers in the war on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's up I... to us as Christmas supporters to, like, thwart any sort of, like, thing that comes in eights. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh interesting. Oh. Or anything that, like, you know... I don't know anything about kwanzaa, but like you know, it gets brightly colored. Or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Hate mail can be sent to irregular search for truth at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, I mean Christmas is good. I think like you know, I think any sort of occasion at the end of the year. I mean, I think we all know that it's not a coincidence that it happens very close to the, the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not very it's not a coincidence that it happens at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean not like. It's a coincidence nowadays because it's been going on for two thousand years. But I mean, I think like we all know that he wasn't really born in December, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, yeah, like just getting together with family, getting gifts—that's kind Mm -hmm. of fun. Yeah. You know.
0: Though I did kind of, you know, I kind of. Oh, geez! I just remembered. I my brother and sister-in-law a gift yet they're coming into town now uh, do you uh, want
1: do you want uh let's look at my desk here How <laughs> right. hey stereo a microphone <laughs> with sex, maybe <laughs> <laughs> some Walgreens lip balm um
0: uh but I I kind of like missed out on the build-up to Christmas and part of it is that I don't have a TV ah and uh but also, I was I was really busy with, like, my final exams and stuff right up to it. And I just sort of forgot about it. And and so when the Christmas sort of season, it arrived to me, I, it was only, like, a day before Christmas. Oh. And I went to one shopping mall. No, I went to two, I guess. But they were a little oh, crazy. Oh, you were one of those guys. They were a little crazy. and uh, it was, But
1: it was fun. It's funny. Actually, I went to go visit um, my in-laws for Christmas. And we I think we got there on the 23rd or the 24th. And we went out to dinner. and We went to Chili's. Mm-hmm. Nice. But uh, on the way, we drove by a. Uh, it was in a strip mall, so we drove by a Toys R Us, oh, okay. and it was like really crazy. And I was like, "Oh, we should just go to Toys R Us and walk around because, <laughs> like, we all have our shopping done." But yeah. I just like, I how, you know, the worst part is having to go to a store and have to buy something. Yeah. But like to have to get to go to Toys R Us and just look around and see the craziness and like, all the holiday whatever, but not actually have to deal with the lines or whatever, that could be kind of fun. Yeah. But, I, uh, uh, we didn't do it, we didn't do it
0: the what I find I guess like the hardest thing is if, if you haven't put thought into gifts beforehand, yeah, like I would rather not get gifts then, yeah, like like i I think it would be better just to be like, I mean I guess you know sometimes a token present is fine, like here's a you know a pair of socks, like, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah cool socks, those are always useful, but um but. I don't want just stuff for the sake of stuff.
1: But that's, you know? I mean, that's the real big challenge. So, like, getting a thoughtful gift for, you know, more than two people or yeah. three people, yeah. it's just, like, that is just consuming, you know? Yeah. It's like, you have to think about it a long time. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, your brother, like, you know, you guys don't talk that often, to you? I mean, how often, I mean, is it really easy to get him a thoughtful gift that he might al- not already have or whatever, you know? What no, I mean? no, he's
0: probably just going you know, to get, like, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. Though, you know, like, useful stuff is, is always better. Of course, like, socks there. are better than, yeah. like,
1: a trinket or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, definitely, you which know? is,
0: like, the exact opposite of when you're a little kid. If you yeah. get socks yeah. and you're a little kid, you're like, socks! Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay. What? No, but I, when you're a kid, like a toy, you know, is like always a good. Because your parents know exactly what toys you have. At least they should, right? Because they bought right. them for you or whatever. Yeah. Or like you have a list, like I want this stuff, and you think right. it comes from Santa, so there's a little of magic to it. Right. But, uh. I forgot about the Christmas list. Oh, right. But it's like, uh. But nowadays, if you get somebody like a list, it's just more like a list of demands. <laughs> right. And it's not like that, but like usually you can just buy it yourself. So it's yeah. like, as a kid, you can't go out and buy a race car set or whatever it is. Right. It's like, hey, you don't have any money, right? But if it isn't for the gifts, what makes Christmas? Well, I think I think
0: it's like sort of you get you know a bunch of people together and you right. sort of sit around in like a cozy environment and you eat good food and I don't know there's sort of a warmth to it. How's
1: it different than Thanksgiving?
0: Uh, uh it's sometimes different people. <laughs>
1: Because sometimes it's not, and it's yeah, like in fact they're like a month apart, yeah. and it's pretty much the exact same people. Yeah. And a lot of people have turkey for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm. I mean, I guess like it's a traditional, like a ham is more traditional. But
0: we had a uh, we had a roast, a beef roast. Okay, it was, it was but I mean, like there's good. some sort
1: of like mm. central roast. meat, yeah, right. And I think like it's not unusual for it to be a turkey. Mm. But I guess the difference maybe is like now there's a tr- a tree. In your living room? Yes, yeah. And there might be some, like, you know, uh, eggnog and some, uh, I guess instead of there being cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, and a pumpkin pie, there is eggnog, um, candy canes, Mm. and uh, what is a Christmas, traditional Christmas food? I don't know. Sweet potatoes? Sweet potatoes? That's very very Thanksgiving-ish. Oh, damn. Gingerbread, gingerbread, gingerbread. gingerbread. But I just just wonder, without the presents, is Christmas Christmas? And I think it is. Yeah. I just wonder why. Well, I mean, for most people, it's the birth of Jesus. Well... Those are the those are foot soldiers in the war. That's right. What about us on the fringes looking for a competition? <laughs> <laughs> what does Christmas well, offer to I'm, me?
0: I'd like to say that I am I am firmly
1: on the side of Christmas. In well, the war be, on Christmas. Well, what about eight presents? You know, what about eight different presents? I mean, what about that? That sounds uh, pretty awesome.
0: That sounds cool. But then that's also you know, eight different possibilities for getting crappy trinkets. Well... Oh like, and if you don't
1: want that, it's like, just give me eight pairs of socks. What, so <laughs> point Christmas or what? <laughs> I mean, Lockies, you know, Dreidel. Oh, lacus, lacus uh, I thought I heard Lockies. I said Lockies, but uh, locky, uh, Lockies is what I said, uh, but lacus, Whatever.
0: Anywho, <laughs> you know, I'd give Christmas a 10. A 10? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna so, give it a uh am gonna give it a seven. Oh wow, below seven point five? I seven point five. Uh, seven point five, we'll get a seven point five. Because it's like I think Christmas is for kids. Okay. So are tricks. Tricks. <laughs> tricks are for kids. if you're an adult, you're eating tricks. <laughs> You know, it's not like the rabbit should be judgmental and take it away from you. It's You should just reexamine your life. <laughs> tricks, really? <laughs> <laughs> for kids. That's, that's a new ad campaign for tricks. It's not
0: going to really work. What? <laughs> you have like an adult, you have like an old man, you know, eating a bowl of tricks and someone comes in and is like, tricks, really? Maybe the rabbit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I could see you're in college. You know, that's what I did mm. when I got to college. It was like Lucky Charms, like every week. You know? <laughs> like, I even I had the sense not to have it for every meal or for every breakfast, uh-huh. but I would have like Honey Nut Cheerios, Tricks. Wow, you know, Honey Nut Cheerios, Tricks. Maybe I'd throw in some O's, Mm-mm. you know, or some like I, in fact, I think I tried all the cereals because <laughs> I, think, <laughs> when, I was, when I was a kid, hey, like, freedom, yeah, right? It's shoes. like I'm gonna get whatever I want, so I would get like Tricks and I would get like Cocoa pops or Cocoa Krispies or whatever. I never liked the Cocoa Series. Well, I, I mean, I didn't either, no. but I did it once. Just be like, oh, that that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. But uh, Lucky Charms, I still did that like once a week. That was really good. Mm. But now I would not have Lucky Charms. Maybe I would have it once a year. Yeah. You know, at somebody else's house because I don't have to buy the box. Right. You know, right. but it's like, beyond yeah, that, no thanks. Yeah, they're a little sweet. They're a lot sweet, yeah. And it's like they're not really marshmallows.
0: No, they're something, though.
1: So... Yeah, Oof. tricks really. <laughs> what, what's your rating for twenty twelve? Twenty twelve. Looking forward, it's gonna be a good year, guys. You, you gave you it a seven point like five, right? What you I gave twenty eleven? Twenty eleven. What do you give twenty twelve?
0: Twenty twelve is gonna be a ten. Ten. <laughs> Election. Looking forward. Election. What do you year, think yeah. is gonna happen? Um. Let's see. I think. Uh, I think you're gonna get. Um, Barack Obama is going to be reelected. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think it's not going to be uh, a a landslide victory. I think there's lots of people out there who are afraid and don't like Obama and that sort of thing. Right. But uh, but I think what you have on the Republican side is a bit of a
1: meltdown. It does um, seem like the people. It's it's a constant like. Well, right now, currently, it's obviously it's Mick, Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. and then the, the flavor of the week, right? And then people actually get to taste that flavor. And they're like, "Oh, that's not very good." <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Uh, I think that I think I mean, like maybe Romney has sort of enough middle of the roadness to him to uh, <clears throat> to actually win in the general election, but I have a feeling that. Like, you've got Donald Trump out there saying he might run for president. You've got uh, guys like Ron Paul who are, you know, different enough that he could potentially be a third party. Or he could win the Republican uh, primary, in which case you would have a very distinct choice between Obama and Ron Paul. Whereas between Obama and Mitt Romney, it's sort of like, okay, you sort of have, you know, slight variations on the theme. Um. And uh, but overall, my prediction is Obama wins. But it's you know it remains to be seen what what can come up. If I think the Republican party, there was sort of an implosion at the end of the Bush era. You know, everybody was like, "Oh, Bush, like this guy really effed it up," and you know, the economy is collapsing, housing prices are collapsing, blah blah blah. This is really bad. Obama came in and things didn't immediately turn around. And so there was a boost and then you got the whole tea party thing. Yeah. And they were like, boom, we're in 2010 election or whatever. They got all these guys in. And, uh, and now I think that the, it's like, it's like there was the beginning of the implosion and it was stalled. And now it's like, okay, wait, actually the Republican party is, is having a full on implosion and there's.
1: Yeah. yeah, it seems like part of the problem is the Republican Party is full of horrible people, Jeez. or at least the people wow. that they, the people that they choose to represent them are just horrible people. You know, it's like it might be that there's a reasonable Republican out there, like they like they talk about John Huntsman as being like a normal, like reasonable guy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you look at, Newt Gingrich, he's like just a horrible person. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a horrible like, person, guy. right? Yeah. Michelle Bachman is crazy, yeah.
0: She's right? Crazy.
1: Sarah Palin is crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, she's. I mean. She seems like a
0: super climber.
1: Yeah, I mean you she know? has no like content, she has no actual ideas, right. she has no yeah. idea what she's doing. She's just an idiot. Yeah. Right? I mean, who was the other flavor of the week that just recently Oh, Herman Cain is crazy. And an idiot. <laughs> and a horrible person. Like <laughs> yeah. all, all those three things, right? It's like right. All, I mean, you've got you've
0: got I think I think you're two people to sort of watch in the Republican Party who I don't think they're they're terrible people at all. They're probably decent people are
1: mitt romney and ron paul
0: and Ron they're Paul.
1: Different. i don't think i think ron paul has a little bit of herman cain in him, and we just haven't seen it yet it's just like you know you can find things that he said which are just like that's crazy yeah there's things that were like you know he'll it's funny it's the problem is when somebody is crazy you know like they'll say stuff that like makes sense you know it's like you'll get somebody up there like we should you know tax the rich yeah we should get all out get foreign war- get all uh troops out of foreign countries, yeah we should you know and like do all these things and then and then and then the next thing he'll say is like you know we should make women wear you know burqa it's like, oh. <laughs> like and I'm not saying that he said that particular thing, but there's right, plenty right. of things where he said it's like yeah. Oh, yeah. you had me until you said that. Until
0: like you're like And it's
1: like not only do I not agree with that, that points to a larger like problem. Yeah. You know, that yeah. you don't trust something. You know, mm-hmm. there's some sort of like like he's like very anti Federal Reserve and all that stuff mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, okay, fine, there are problems with the Federal Reserve, whatever you can like say, but it's like to like just he wants to like get rid of a bunch of like uh department like, you know, um or he wants to like slash all these federal... He wants right. to get rid of public education. Right, right. And it's like... See, that is that is a problem. Yeah. You know, and I don't... It's, that, it's just, But
0: here's the thing. There's a consistency in his beliefs. No, and that's that, fine. And it's fine. Which, which I think, you know, is... That puts him above many politicians.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes I'd rather have somebody with, like, you know, a compromised beliefs than something that's so strong that's going to radically change and destroy the country. That is possible. Yeah. You know? and then that's that's my issue with him I think like he's like I said, there's things that just make sense that he says, yeah you know especially with regards to like wars yeah. you know and spending yeah. our money on them and like things like that and rights mm-hmm. you know in the Patriot Act and whatever but then on the other hand it's like you want to get rid of public education huh yeah so, oh, who's gonna who's gonna educate us you know like, <laughs> can we all we, Oh, we can all just afford like good education that's, yeah. that's just what's gonna happen so that's that I mean, it, like I said, it's like yeah yeah oh yeah (laughs) And i mean the thing that romney has going for me he just doesn't say he's not going to say anything that's going to get him in trouble right and he's probably smart enough to just keep his mouth shut on most things yeah yeah i think the problem with him is he's mormon mm -hmm. and all you do is just throw a wedge on that you know like i mean just tell people what mormonism is you know and like a lot of the christian people who normally back up the republican party are going to like think twice about it right yeah yeah. And then you know it's not like Obama's going to like win their votes. It's just that they're going to be reluctant to go to the polls. Right. That's my feeling. I mean, yeah. right now, I mean, it's obviously ten ten months until yeah. the election. But. Well,
0: I think, and I mean, Obama has probably lost a good amount of support since two thousand eight. Yeah. I think though that your lack of a better option, <laughs> better option, is going to lead to Obama winning. Yeah. That's my prediction. It'd be nice,
1: you know. Like, I mean, I feel like he's made a lot of compromises. Which I think are hard for people like me or the Democratic supporters to swallow. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe that's why people sort of like lost steam on him. But it might be that, you know, maybe if people see the Republican candidate and it's a really weak candidate, maybe it's Romney, maybe Mm -hmm. it's Paul, Mm -hmm. you know, then maybe they'll regain majorities in both houses. Yeah. And then maybe... Do we can find out what Obama's really made of, right? I mean, it'd be awesome if, like, he really did want to pass a strong version of healthcare and really did want to pass, you know, a strong version of, like, a tax program which actually gives us revenue positive and he wants to bolster Social Security and bolster education and all that stuff. Or maybe it turns out that he really does want to, like, increase the problems that, you know, he wants, like, prop up Wall Street and he wants to, like, do all these weird, like, drone attacks on, like, Pakistan and, like, weird things like that and, like, you know, the Patriot Act or whatever. We'll see. Yeah. 2012. Right around the corner. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting with the election and with the economy. I think those are the two Mm. things that are going to, like, make or break next year. You know what I'm thinking about doing next year? I do not start a business. All right. Do you want to tip our hats on you want to tip your hat on what it could be? Um, I'm thinking right now
0: it would be sort of a, a video production.
1: All right. sort of thing. I hope you have a good grip on that. <laughs> <laughs> you would be the best boy for that. <laughs> oh, zing. You'd be direct to market. <laughs> oh, God, that's getting worse. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, let us know how that goes. And if you need any help, I'm there. Help you right. I have a stereo microphone. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> count on it. All right. Well, uh... I think mean, we can wrap it up and I'll edit out a little bit of the rest. And, All right. Uh... All right.
0: Uh, till next time, good people. This has been the Irregular Search for Truth. I'm Scott. And I'm Sachin wishing you a Happy New Year. Yeah.